The subject matter contained in this presentation is based on biblical principles and designed to give you accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject matter covered. It is provided with the understanding that neither the presenter nor the broadcaster is engaged to render legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Since your situation is fact-dependent, you may wish to additionally seek the services of an appropriately licensed legal, accounting, real estate, or investment professional. No one can serve two masters. He will either hate the one and love the other, or be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you shall eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds in the sky. They do not sow or reap. They gather nothing into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are not you more important than they? Can any of you by worrying add a single moment to your lifespan? Why are you anxious about clothes? Learn from the way the wildflowers grow. They do not work or spin, but I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was clothed like one of them. If God so clothes the grass of the field, which grows today and is thrown into the oven tomorrow, will he not much more provide for you, O oh, you of little faith? So do not worry and say, What are we to eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what are we to wear? All these things the pagans seek. Your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be given you besides. Do not worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will take care of itself. Sufficient for a day is its own evil. This is Medjinomics with a friend of Medjugorje. I heard a story the other day about a city after communism passed by. The church started. And so, of course, they started going back to church. But they didn't have any Bibles. And they realized that they couldn't grow their Christianity without that. And they couldn't print them. They didn't have the money to do that or the capability. But some old man remembered that when they collected you know, burning Bibles, that there was a warehouse full of Bibles. So they decided what they do is go down there and get all the Bibles out and distribute them. When they inspected it, it was so many, they even hired to hire more people than what the church was. So one of the guys they hired was an atheist. Naturally, coming out of communism, they had that. All he was there was for the wages. So they were packing the Bibles up to get them so they could distribute all over the place. And the guy that they was paying, one of them disappeared. They couldn't find him. They asked where so-and-so was, and they started searching. They found him in a corner crying. He had a Bible in his hand. And they wondered what was going on with him. So they asked him, why are you crying? He could hardly speak. 
He was stealing a Bible to keep it for himself, just out of curiosity, not because of religion, nor that he wanted to believe. When he opened it up, he saw his grandmother's name on it. Out of thousands of Bibles, he picked up the steel one that belonged to his grandmother with notes in it. A powerful testimony of grace. An amazing story. And he became a Christian. The Bible is powerful because it's a holy book. That's why it says January 25th, 1999, put holy scriptures in the visible place in your families. Read it, reflect on it, and learn how God loves his people. His love shows itself also in present times because he sends me to call you upon the path of salvation. We have lost salvation. We don't know what salvation is. We don't even know the Bible if we do read it. But we have so many homilies on Sundays that we hear and we read the gospel, the readings, and we heard it repeated. It's not applied to life. Our lady's messages are given to us to show us how to open to the Holy Spirit the scriptures for our everyday life and what we do. Here at Caritas, our faith is in our work, and our work is in our faith. It's one. If there's some way I had to summarize our lady's messages, that's what she's seeking. Because heaven on earth is for people whose faith is in their work, and their work throughout the whole day is in their faith. We live this as a culture in a microcosm of a people who have known the closeness of God. A people who climbed up the mountain like Moses and saw God face to face. We've done that. We live that. We see his footprint. We see his fingerprints because we see our lady's fingerprints and her footprints with us. She's walked on these grounds. She's been with us. She's spoken to us. We did the consecration in 2008 before her in her presence. That our lady said, I accept this consecration. What we consecrate? The United States of America. This is powerful. This ground is powerful. This ground is holy. That's when people come to Caritas, they feel something. They feel peace. I remember a psychologist who came here, we were doing some kind of retreat. I don't remember what it was about. But she said when she stepped out of the car, put her foot on the ground, she said, I knew I was on holy ground. And her whole testimony was so moving, we had this taped, and you could hear people crying in the audience. So powerful, because she wasn't so strong of a believer. Our Lady walks with us, she walks with you, but you have to discover Holy Scriptures through the messages for modern man to make him understand it. Why is it important? A community member said, I opened up the book to Sarah, and it said, quote, A man is known by how he walks. That's wisdom. How do you know a man by the way he walks? What do you think about the guys who walk around with the pants halfway down to the knees? That tells you a lot about them. What they are. Who they are. Why they are. Gangs. What's their view of life? It says everything. So you can take this to the scriptures. You go see somebody walking down Wall Street. By the way, they're dressed and they walk. It tells you a lot about people. Not that you're judging them. But if the scripture says to do that, it means you're supposed to be observant throughout your day of what your dealings is and who you're dealing with and why you're dealing with it and what's your purpose. 
Our Lady wants us to go to the basics of life and see things. In Proverbs 21, it says, Possessions gained hastily at the outset will in the end not be blessed. What does that mean? Because you came into an old well, you came this, or you gained a lot of possessions, and it's not going to be blessed? Because things that's gained hastily is not blessed. So you win a $5 million lottery. That's not going to be blessed? Why would God not bless that? Especially if you're going to church and you want to do that and you want to do good. Because it's minus what's necessary to be blessed. Our Lady says, never begin your work without praying for a blessing for it. Never finish your work at the end of the day without praying for a blessing. That's what blesses the work. Man's not ordained to gain things for nothing because you become ingracious because of that, because it didn't come by sweat, which is Genesis. By the sweat of your brow shall you eat. You say, oh, well, I'm in an air-conditioned office and all that. If you're working hard, you're doing things, you're still working by the sweat of your brow. The meaning is not that you have to necessarily be sweating, but you have to earn your keep. You have to earn what you earn because many people don't earn what they do. That's a sin of, of so much of what the banks are doing, of usury. So we have this verse, possessions gained hastily at the outset will in the end not be blessed. It requires our labor, our time, our energy, that we did something, that we produced something out of our being, even if it's management or being overseeing of other people who work for us, that you earn that. That brings a blessing. And today we have too many people making money, doing things without labor, without effort. I heard a guy the other day say about the stock markets. He says, look, we make money going up and we make money going down. Because if he's selling, he's making commission. If it's crashing, people selling out, they're making money. On the upside, they do it. Either way, they win. But this isn't real. This isn't Genesis. This isn't by the sweat of your brow show you work. And so we have a whole society, a whole culture built up without blessing, which has brought us down the avenues of the big towns and the big cities and the big business operations that is not being blessed. A lot of the technology we have is not blessed. And it's very deceptive in what it does. Because it stops us from even having to work, and it works for us for nothing in exchange, practically. You say, well, I pay for a monthly field for my cell phone. It's a distraction. It's not just a distraction. It's a detachment from God, and it becomes God itself. It tells you where to go, how to get there, what you have to do, what you need to go by. This is what you need to look out for. All your research, everything. You don't have to pray for it. It's just there. How many times have you been lost in a city before GPS that you start getting lost? You said, Jesus, I need help. What do we do now? Hey, GPS, we need help. That's the detachment from God. We depend more on these things than with God. And so this Bible verse, just one verse, when it says on April 25th, 2005, renew prayer in the families. By prayer and the reading of the sacred scriptures, may the Holy Spirit who will renew you, enter in your families. In this way, you will become teachers of the faith to your family. 
not the cell phone, not the GPS, not all these technologies, not about gain without making labor with it to get the gain. We've forgotten these things. If I'm all wrong, why do I say before you work every day, pray. And at the end of your work day, pray. So your work will be blessed. We see over and over our labor here is blessed by God. What we do is when we pray, we say GPS, we need help. God's positioning system, GPS is what God is. So God, G, positioning, P, system, S. That's where you go to. So you say, well, that's ridiculous. You know, we got the GPS. I'm not saying not to use it, but don't make it your God. And it's easy to make it your God. And you will recognize it's not your God if you pray before your work and you end your day with work. January 25th, 2018. Read the sacred scriptures that through the testimonies, you also may be closer to God. What keeps you from reading the testimonies? What keeps you from the scriptures? I dare say if you gave 1% of your time of what you're dealing with throughout the day, however you're doing it, whatever you're doing, I'm not just talking electronics, but what's been programmed on the avenue of our culture that we've driven down without praying for our work, that what our work has turned into is a detachment from God. And we're lost, very lost. And the GPA system global positioning system will not find your way out. Only God's positioning system will find your way out of the trouble and where you are or how you're lost. Change everything. Change the way you think. And that's what the scriptures are saying. August 25th, 1993. Read sacred scriptures, live it, and pray to understand the signs of the times. This is a special time. You need to decide which GPS you want. You get two choices because you're lost. The whole culture's lost. The whole world's lost. And there's only one way to get back to that God positioning system. And that's why the Virgin Mary is here. That's what she's doing for us. I want you to find God. Look for him. You're seeking. You're finding. She says these kinds of words all the time. You seek and you're not satisfied. You're looking for everything when the glitter is not there. I'm positioning you. I'm giving you a system of text through a visionary on the 25th and on the second of the month to find your way to know where you need to go home and where is home. A lady says, June 25th, 1991, God will help you discover the true reason for my coming. Pray and read the sacred scriptures so that through my coming, you discover the message in sacred scriptures for you. You can talk to your computer. You can talk to your phone. You can ask questions. It answers all kinds of things. I've seen people do this. Siri's there. She'll talk to you. You want to change it to a male voice? They change it to a male voice. You've got everything you want in this little God. And it answers all kinds of questions. All the way down to stupid stuff. How do you make butter popcorn? See, you don't even know you put butter on popcorn. That's how much we're looking for everything. But that's not what Ace says. Read the sacred scriptures so that through my coming, you discover the message and sacred scriptures for you. That's where your answers are. And that's why you can read the scriptures and find all these things. Like possessions gained hastily at the outset will, in the end, not be blessed. We have a whole world not blessed because it is not gained properly in the order of what God 
ordained man to do. And that's why when you work and you labor, and you could be in an office doing the same thing, but you're laboring, you get consolation from that. Now, a lot of our jobs are stress-filled because they got too far from the soil. But all of us always need to be connected to the soil, even if a doctor doing a surgery. You go home and you pick your own tomatoes in your backyard, even if you're in a subdivision. You be close to the soil because consolation comes from that. And I dare say, somebody is a doctor, they're a famous surgeon, they're known all over the world. If they have a 20 by 10 garden in the backyard, their consolation is going to come from that garden because there's grace attached to it because it's blessed. We have to be connected in some way, somehow, back to the earth because that's what we're taught. That's what we learn. February 2nd, 2018. Do not believe lying voices which speak to you about false things, false glitter. You, my children, return to scriptures. Throw the thing away. You don't have to have a cell phone. Oh, but my work requires it. I have to be on the computer at work. I have to do these things. Whatever you are, change the direction of your life. That's what she said. I'm calling you to change the direction of your life. The direction you're going, the GPS you're following, is further technology. Further and further and further away from God. You become more detached, and you don't know who you are or what you are. And you think being a Christian is easy. Everything's comfortable. People want to be rich. People want to do things. They want to live good, but they do not want to earn it and what's ordained by God. And therefore, they're unfulfilled, and that's why they're in the global positioning system of the job they have, because it led them to that without them even realizing it. Alay says, God wants to speak to you, to man, to nature, and various other ways. I'm at our mechanic shop of the day. Every single year, we see hundreds of butterflies at rosary time going down our power transmission line because it's open all the way up across the mountain, and it goes around. You see yellow butterflies, beautiful butterflies, and there'll be two or three, five, six, seven, eight. Then you see another one or two. You see more is coming this way, and they go down that path, and it's really awesome to see it. This is the time of the year. It's happening right now. If you're near Caritas, come watch it. So you see it throughout the whole day. So I'm at St. Joseph's shop the other day, and we got a dumpster there, and I see them flying through there because we're right off the side of the transmission power lines, and there's three or four butterflies go by the dumpster, and there's two of them fly right through the dumpster. And I always wonder, how do they eat? Do they stop? And so I figure they're trying to get in the dumpster to eat the garbage because they're banging against the garbage dumpster. And when I'm thinking, okay, they're going to, Hey, this is one way they eat. This is pretty neat. Nature's showing something I've never seen before. But they kept bouncing, but where they were bouncing is on like eight and a half by eleven area, which had some black writing on it, but the whole background of it was solid yellow. They got disoriented. Their GPS system wasn't working. And I realized they follow each other. And this yellow label on there, it was beautiful. It's like, wow. Nature spoke to me that they follow each other. It's not just they're doing the instinct, I'm going this direction. They depend on each other to go the right direction. You're going the wrong direction in culture because you're following everybody else. You're bumping against the garbage and the trash and the stinking stuff that's in that, thinking that's the way to go. They stayed there probably 30 seconds, boom, 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 just hitting the dumpster. And then when they flew away, I realized they went after the garbage. They were seeking the mountain. 
You know what that mountain is? That's where the cross was. They were going up to God. They know they need to follow what God made them. They got distracted by the garbage of the earth. You see what our lady says when she says God wants to speak to you through man, nature, and various other ways? We live this because we have the scriptures in our life, because the messages have brought the scriptures to life for us. Our lady says September 25th, 1999. Now when it is being said that God is far away, those two butterflies... They got lost. Oh, we're messed up. We're hitting this thing. We're hitting this garbage dumpster. And God was far away. God is nature. God speaks through nature. They had to get back on the transmission line leading up there to the cross, to the mountain. Our lady says, God is far away. He has truly never been nearer to you. All they had to do was back up those two butterflies about a foot away and they see another butterfly that was flying by the dumpster and see that person, which is a witness, like you're supposed to be, and they followed them and they went on the way. We're out there to capture people. They're supposed to see our witness. They're in the garbage dump. They need to see us. And when we pass by, they need to say, hey, I'm following that person. We see this when we go in the culture. I've told you about stories after story. We go out. People are attracted to us. They come to us. They come to the community. They see something. They see GPS. That's my direction. That's what I need to follow. They're on the right path. So their path, these two butterflies' path was so close to them, it was near to them, but they didn't see it. So it says, he has truly never been nearer to you. I call you to renew prayer in the families by reading the sacred scriptures and to experience joy in the meeting with God. Those two little happy butterflies went up then, went by that cross. I was out in the field this morning, 3.30. I'm sitting there looking up, and the stars are so pretty. The moon's right out. I says, God, you know, I'd like to see a really star, shooting star this morning. So about 10 minutes later, I'm sitting there, and I'm doing my prayer. I'm not looking at the tree. I'm looking at the other direction, and the sky lights up, and behind the tree, a slow shooting star brights up the whole sky, not just a star. It lit up the ground and went slowly through there. Beautiful. What did I do? I said, thank you, God. It's beautiful to be in nature to see this. It's fresh. It's different from seeing the glitter on a screen. You don't get that consolation. I'm glad I got out there earlier this morning than I usually even normally do so I could catch that. And God rewards that. He speaks to you. I'm pleased you're out here. Keep praying. I need your prayers. So I call you to renew prayers in the family by reading the sacred scriptures and to experience the joy of meeting with God. The shooting star is a meeting of God because all nature is of God. All those thousands of stars out there this morning came out of his being. I was thinking how big those things are, you know, a thousand times bigger than a sun. That came out of God, and there's billions of them. God is so big. He's so grand. He's so beautiful. Do you want to do that? you want to see that scene and get up in the middle of the night? Or do you want to see what you see every day in that screen? January 25th, 2006. Read secular scriptures and witness with your life that you believe and live the word of God. We are called to come back to the scriptures. Why? Because it addresses everything in life. Our lady told us this on February 25th, 2012. Meditate on secular scriptures. Not just read them. You're supposed to meditate. I didn't have a topic for the broadcast today, believe it or not. And so I opened up the scriptures and said, okay, what are we going to talk about today, Mary? And I opened up the Proverbs 
2021 possessions gained hastily at the outset will in the end not be blessed. So I meditated on that. I didn't have to meditate long to realize, hey, why is it not blessed? I'm not scripted what I'm saying to you now. I just said, okay, give me about five or ten messages of Our Lady about the sacred scriptures. That's what I'm reading to you. That's all the prep I needed. Because I'm living something that I can talk about with authority because I see it. Just like the morning of the stars. Just like the butterflies. You're missing life. Our Lady said February 25th, 2012. Meditate on sacred scriptures. You're not just to read these things. You're to think about them. Apply it to your life. You'll be gifted by so many things from God. It continues in this message of February 25th. And may the words written in it be life for you. I've just given you a couple of days of life with the sacred scriptures, with the preface of the messages of Our Lady, which helped me to open the scriptures to understand things I never understood before. I understand everything in the Bible now. It's not what the scholars tell me. It's that I can open up a verse and start speaking on one verse for two or three hours on it. That's how powerful it is. I was in Rome a couple of three years ago, and this priest that was there uh, was asked, how do you read the Bible? He says, I pick one verse, and I think one month on one word of that verse. That's how big they are. That's the treasure they are. They speak to you. That's your directions. That's your owner's manual for everything in life. Words written in it to be life for you. I encourage you and love you so that in God you may find your peace and the joy of living. People, are you not in joy? Are you not in consolation? Are you getting anything from God? Anything from Our Lady? Where are you getting your anythings from? Anything that you get throughout the day, where is it coming from? Meditate on your life. Think about these things. Look how bad these situations are, people in the state that they're in. I was just on a plane to Italy. I was flying from Rome to Milan. The guy next to me, I didn't talk to him. He strikes up a conversation halfway through. I tell him what I do, where I'm going, why I'm doing it. He didn't know nothing about Medjugorje. He heard about it. I told him a little bit about it. And I said, yes, society is so dry. He's on that side of it. He says, society is dead. There's no religion there. They're talking about Rome. They're talking about Italy. Yes, there's people waking up to Medjugorje. But the other side, they're declining in religion. These people are hungry. They're thirsty. And they're bumping against the dumpsters full of garbage all day long. They've lost their way. What you need to do is not your GPS, global position system, but God position system, your direction, how to climb out of the dumpster that you fell in and fly above the swamp higher and higher to where our lady is. Read her messages, follow her messages, and you'll find things and joys in your life you never knew was there. But they were all the time. You just never could see it. We wish you a lady. We love you. Goodbye.
The subject matter contained in this presentation is based on biblical principles and designed to give you accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject matter covered. It is provided with the understanding that neither the presenter nor the broadcaster is engaged to render legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Since your situation is fact-dependent, you may wish to additionally seek the services of an appropriately licensed legal, accounting, real estate, or investment professional. This ends the Medjinomics broadcast with a friend of Medjugorje. These broadcasts are available as CDs, which are sent directly to your doorstep on a monthly subscription. For information, contact Caritas in the U.S. at 205-672-2000.